92.7 WMAY. We're just hours away from President Biden's State of the Union speech. You'll hear it live here tonight starting at 8 o'clock on WMAY. Among those who will be in attendance, local Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski and her guest for the speech tonight. And they are both here with us now. And Congresswoman, thank you so much for taking the time. I appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I'm sorry for the bells in the background, Jim. You can hear we're going into session now. Um, but I'm I'm really excited to be here and to be here with um, Andrea Kelly from Decatur, a constituent. And she is your invited guest uh, for this evening. Give us a quick introduction, then we'd like to speak to her as well. Yes, of course. So I'm really excited Andrea could join me. She is a pre-apprentice um, from Decatur. Uh, she's a construction wire woman. Um, and one of the things I'm going to be really highlighting as a first piece of legislation and priority for me is investment in workforce development, specifically in programs like the one that Andrea is going through or has gone through. She's just recently completed her pre-apprenticeship program, which helps her with life skills um, that will set her up for success um, for a five-year apprenticeship program, where then she will become a member of the IBEW. Um, the program that she's a part of is really just one of many that I know the state of Illinois has been investing in. Uh, the governor has put some really critical investments through Illinois Works into workforce development. At the federal level, Jim, I want to be a partner in making sure we're doing everything at the federal level to support programs like the one that Andrea has gone through. Andrea, thank you for being here as well. Uh, I'm not sure I'm familiar with the term of construction wire woman. Explain what that is and what kind of training has it taken for you to, to get to this point? So basically what I do is just, mm, it really depends on where I'm at. Because right now I am at the plant in, it's called ADM, so that's Archie Daniels Midland. And we just, we do electrical maintenance. So if one of the machines breaks down, we figure, we figure out what's wrong with it, then we fix it. If the bucket that they use, the linkage isn't right, which is the connection to, for the things to go on and off or to trip it, we figure out what's going on, why the wires aren't working, or what's causing the connection to not, you know, not be together and not work correctly. Really important work, and I'm sure it takes a, a lot of training to be able to do it safely. How long have you been in this pre-apprentice program, and how long until you're, you're actually to the point where you could be a full-fledged member of the IBEW? So actually, the program lasted for 12 weeks, and actually on February 14th, I will be initiated into the IBW union. Fantastic. Uh, and uh, how does it feel to uh, to be in attendance tonight for the State of the Union speech? This is always a, a historic moment, and you're going to be right there uh, with one of the best seats in the house. <laughs> so it's great. It's really great. I'm very excited, happy, just very happy to be here. Congresswoman Budzinski, uh, in addition to, to talking about workforce development and those sorts of issues, what else are you hoping to hear from President Biden in the speech tonight? Yeah, I'm hoping to hear more about our economic recovery. You know, um, inflation is still very much an issue for working people throughout the district. Uh, what are proposals that he could put forward that are going to help the middle class keep more of what they earn? Um, I'm a very big supporter of the child tax credit, extending that um, middle class tax relief that's targeted for working families. Um, so hopefully to hear more on that topic. I think second, I'm also hoping to hear about the farm bill. Um, as you know, Jim, I got appointed to the House Agriculture Committee. The farm bill is going to be a really important piece of legislation that only comes up once every five years. 
I'm looking forward to having a seat at that negotiating table. I'm hoping the president tonight will talk about the priorities. Advanced reports suggest the president will also uh, tackle the issue of policing reform, uh, particularly mm-hmm. after the, the situation that we saw mm-hmm. down in, in Memphis. Uh, what do you want President Biden to say and do regarding that issue? Sure. We definitely we need more accountability, of course, uh, with law enforcement. But we also need to be able to recruit and retain our law enforcement officers. So being able to provide training, training um, investments in our community to make sure that we have more community policing, we're building more and better relationships between law enforcement and community um, and supporting law enforcement, again, with the training and the skills they're going to need to do a very dangerous job well. But like I said, I think we do need to look at accountability metrics and making sure that um, people feel safe in their community. I think that's very important. We also hear that the president will will make an appeal to bipartisanship in this speech. Now, is that realistic or given what you've seen with the GOP majority in the House so far as the idea of working together in a bipartisan fashion a lost cause? I don't believe that it's a lost cause. Um, You know, just last night, actually, Jim, I was able to have dinner with um, another freshman congressman. He's a Republican representing Des Moines. Uh, He and I bonded during new member orientation. He represents a state capital town in Iowa. I represent Springfield. Um, And we're both on the House Ag Committee. Uh, While we come from different parties, I think there are a lot of places that he and I agree. And I look forward to working with him on that committee to, to bring home Um, you know, the critical investments and priorities that our constituents expect us to. So I do very much believe that bipartisanship is alive and and I'm looking to build those relationships. That's that's one example out of a a couple of hundred Republicans in the House, though. Is he an outlier or do you think there are more like him enough to build the kinds of coalitions it would take to work together in that bipartisan fashion? Well, I'm committed to to building and finding more of those relationships, and I think they do exist out there. Um, You know, in my first uh, week as a new member, I sat down with Congressman Mike Boss, who he and I share St. Clair County. He is now the chair of Veterans Affairs. I will be serving. That's my second committee. I'll be serving on the Veterans Affairs Committee. Um, And I look forward to working with Mike on the issues that are going to support the veterans throughout the 13th District. I I've also mentioned, I think, before to you that, you know, I sat down with Congresswoman Mary Miller. She is also on the House Ag Committee. Um, So where we can agree on agricultural issues that support the communities in the 13th District, I'm committed to working with her on those issues where we can agree. So I'm going to keep working at it. She's boycotting the speech tonight because she says that the the Biden administration is nothing but lie after lie after lie. So what, what does that suggest about uh, the, the possibility of finding common ground going forward. Yeah, well, like I said, I think she and I, as we've spoken about any issues, it's really been just specifically on agriculture. Um, I'm very honored to be there tonight with Andrea. Um, you know, it's a special day. It's kind of like the Super Bowl of Washington, D.C., if you will, Jim, uh, for those of us in Washington. Um, and so it's my first State of the Union. I'm honored to have a seat there. Um, And I'm very honored to bring a constituent from Decatur with me and have Andrea um, having made the trip out here. Uh, Andrea, if I might uh, ask you, uh, if you had a wish list of things you'd like to hear President Biden talk about, issues that matter to you, what would you like to hear him address in this speech tonight? So mostly I would just I would hope that he would say something about funding our programs and keeping them going. That's a 
main thing I'm hoping to hear. Congresswoman, if I could uh, turn to uh, a little bit more of politics real briefly, uh, we've seen a lot of analysis of the speech tonight suggesting this could really constitute the first speech uh, of Joe Biden's reelection campaign. Uh, And yet a recent poll finds a lot of Democrats want a different nominee in 2024. Uh, Do you think the president should run again? And can he make a case for a second term? Well, I think one of the things you're probably going to hear about tonight as well are some of the accomplishments that this last Congress was able to do. Um, and some on a bipartisan basis with the president, um, from the CHIPS Act, which actually invests in American manufacturing, to the PACT Act, which, you know, is supporting our veterans that have come back, um, having been exposed to burn pits while serving in Iraq and Afghanistan, um, the infrastructure bill. There's a long list of things that I think that um, this president should be proud of. I think we're going to hear a lot more about that tonight. Um, but for what I'm focused on, um, it really is, again, getting off and running. Um, I'm excited to be hopefully introducing my first piece of legislation, which is going to be focused on workforce development, supporting people like Andrea, who have been a part of a pre-apprenticeship program. That's where my focus is. Congresswoman Nikki Budzinski and her invited guest, Andrea Kelly of Decatur. Thank you both so much for being here with us. We appreciate it uh, and hope you uh, you find the speech to be as fulfilling and rewarding as, uh, as you might wish it to be. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Appreciate your time here. 92.7 WMAY.